Hashtag SAFMBTH. It's 10 minutes now before 5 o'clock. We're in conversation with uh, Ravi Naidu, who's the CEO of the Youth Employment Service, better known as Yes. We speak to Ravi about the work that uh, the organization has been doing in tackling youth unemployment in South Africa. Within just um, four years, the Youth Employment Service has managed to place 100,000 young South Africans into the private sector, something uh, that needs to be applauded. And Ravi now joining us on the line. Ravi, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. Oh, hi there, uh, Aldrin. Uh, Pleasure to be on the show. It is five years um, since the investment conference, um, which uh, the fifth one is taking place um, tomorrow. And this year for you as well, it would have been five years since the president's um, announced the YES program. How's it been so far? Uh, Yeah, so we operationally started at the beginning of 2019. So possibly maybe close to four years. Uh, It's gone well. Obviously, COVID was a wrecking ball through the economy and uh, was a very difficult time for business to operate. But um, we've got to uh, 100,000 in February. At the moment, we had uh, Mm 106,000. And uh, last year was 32,000, which was the best year on record in terms of 32,400 jobs, uh, youth jobs that were funded uh, 100% funded by the private sector that were placed. Um, and these are youth placed for at least a year in uh, mm. private sector or other, you know, forward-facing sector. So all things considered, it's a pretty good number. I mean, you've got to bear in mind that the economy as a whole only creates 150,000 jobs a year mm-hmm. over the last 10 years. So, so 30, 32,000 from one program is is a pretty decent contribution, yeah. we think, Although, obviously, we would push for as many as we can. Of course, and there are other external factors outside of the control of, of the country. For instance, if you look at the, the cost of living as well, um, the then there's also the other issue around the cost of doing business, the electricity crisis, and so forth. But do you think that this year around that you might beat um, the the target that you – sorry, the target that you reached from last year? Um, well, you know, uh, we would love to. Um, uh, how, how we would beat it if that were to happen is we would need more corporates to join the program and uh, sponsor these jobs. So at the moment, we have 1,400 corporates who fund uh, these youth programs. I mean, it could be, you know, one youth, two youth. You know, some companies are doing 2,000 mm. uh, in a year. So we, we need more. We are aware that the economy is technically in a recession and some of these are external factors and others internal. So... To, for us to, to get a better number, we would need more companies to join the program and sponsor those jobs. So, you know, even these 32,000 that were done in the last year, you know, with very low growth, was a lot of hard work to convince companies as to the reasons why they should support yeah. the program. So, yeah, so that's that's an ongoing uh, challenge if, uh, for us to uh, address. So, so last month, uh, I think, was it last month, where the president actually wrote about um, the YES program? Or actually, earlier this month, the president wrote about, yeah. the, about the YES program in his uh, weekly uh, Monday letters. And he said that approximately 6 billion rand in youth salaries have been injected into the economy. How are you able then through this data to... to to determine the value um, and the credibility of um, the amount of um, salaries that have been injected into the economy? 
Yeah. How, how do you do? So that? if you so if there's thirty two thousand youth and each person gets paid, let's say on the private sector about sixty thousand rand, then that's about two billion rand, in just in salaries. So the six billion rand uh, would go to support the salaries of those hundred thousand uh, youth. Mm-hmm. So whatever the company pays, pretty much most of all of that just goes to pay the youth, and um, yeah. So so it's. Uh, 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 typically would would be that uh, some companies would would pay slightly higher but mm. it's got to be at least the minimum wage uh what the person gets in the job is they get a lot of um uh placement in the private sector that's so great exposure they yeah. get the social networks of working you know within a company so it, it just means they are seven times more likely to transition into a private sector job and at the end a very uh, good percentage of them will either, uh, well, they'll, they'll stay in the private sector and they have a career path perhaps to become mm. a future professional or a future entrepreneur. So it, from, a, from a national uh, impact point of view, Aldrin, what it means is we are building a much broader economic base where youth from poor households, because remember about 60% of these guys are coming from households that are social grant receiving households. So the poorer uh, uh, households and they're getting straight into the private sector so there's a huge yep. opportunity for them to really you know leapfrog in terms of their own careers yep. and in so doing it creates a much more sustainable base uh, for the country so yep. so the impact is pretty good in that regard are you then also able to measure um the compound value of it because the person comes in let's say they get the minimum wage at the company um, and if the company then decides to hire them on a full-time basis with all of the perks that their normal normal uh, fixed time or permanent staff would get, and sometimes even some progressing into different careers, but although the, the, the foundation of it would have been the YES program, are you able to measure the value in terms of the compound um, that has been added? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you can imagine someone from a household where everyone is unemployed uh, he or she is probably going to have a very low probability of getting there on their own mm. now they get uh, some training they get an opportunity to let's say work with bmw or uh, microsoft or anglo-american or something they go on to become a professional a young professional uh, who might even start their own business which could you know grow to something um you know, it it is a, a a huge return on investment for the country because this would be someone who would have not been able to get even you know to level one, and now and now really the sky's the limit. So when you look at it, um, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's quite hard to put an actual number, but but I I, w- I would say it would probably be the highest return activity the country as a whole can do is to give youth who have mm. talent and opportunity to get engaged in the economy and build their careers. I mean, you can, I mean, these are the people who are going to go on to build industries or, you know, yeah. they don't have to all build industries, but at least they'll be the electricians who will come and put your solar panel on your roof. Uh, you know, so a number of industries where there's a shortage of skills, these are the people who will then graduate up the ranks. Yep. So, so this is ready to get them going. 
uh, into that space. We're in conversation with Ravi Naidu, who's the CEO of the Youth Employment Service. Are you a beneficiary of uh, the YES program at all? Um, did you ever enroll and what was it like? Or perhaps maybe you'd like to try and uh, get on board uh, the Youth Employment Service. Uh, you can ask Ravi how to do that. We'll get the response from Ravi soon. Um, just after this, let's take a voice note on 0614-104-107. Hi, Aldrin and South Africans. Eddie from Wonders yeah, you know, the, the YES program, it's a good program um, and it needs to be supported. Um, but I have one question for, for your guest. Um, are they able to tell us, um, according to provinces, in terms of uh, placement and job creation for young people? Because that will be very important for respective premiers to know what is progress in their respective provinces. Thank you very much. Okay, Ravi, your response to that and perhaps also as you answer that uh, for people who want to form part or try to benefit from the program, how can they apply? Sure. So, uh, yes, is a national uh, program. So we would have uh, these 106,000 youth have come to the program in the last few years would be all across the country. And uh, I think the provinces that typically do the best in terms of you know where do you end up uh would be the provinces with a lot of economic activity so Gauteng, western cape kzn do very well uh i mean strangely enough the best province is northern cape but that, i think that's because a lot of people go into green and renewable jobs and obviously there's a mm. fair amount of those there um i i think we we have very high absorption rates where people are able to get opportunities in the future-facing sectors. Think of things like IT, coding, slightly more technology-type sectors, things which have got... Uh, so so there are particular sectors which do uh, very well. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so, so I think that's the spread. Uh, we Because it's private sector-funded, we... we um, there isn't really a lot that the, we need the provinces to pay for or fund, but we definitely want provinces to support us. So in terms of premiers, um, we, yeah, we, we do have cooperation programs in Gauteng and in the Western Cape, and uh, we would welcome those in other provinces as well. If for anyone interested in knowing more about the program, the website is uh, www.yes4youth.coza. And then they can see more uh, in terms of how to engage. A lot of the data and stuff is on there, including from your last uh, uh, voice voice note. Yep. We, we put up a lot of the numbers. There's very tight monitoring evaluation, which means <clears throat> because a company can't claim to have supported you know, a certain number of youth unless it's been monitored and evaluated and verified. Mm. So there's a lot of uh, tracking. We call about 24,000 youth every month from our call center to track how they're doing in the program. So we have a huge amount of data, Eldrin. And at some point, I would love to come and share some Oh, that'd be nice. That'd be great. Thank you so much, Ravi. Uh, That's Ravi Naidu, CEO of the Youth Employment Service. And we'll try to bring Ravi back on the show so that we can have a much uh, more in-depth conversation. And also, uh, perhaps the question that I wanted to raise, but we'll raise at a different time when we have Ravi back on the show, is how do we ensure that um, the youth that are being placed in these job opportunities, when they do get the minimum wage, that they are not exploited because the work that some of them would be doing would be work um, that, say, is at the value of around 13,000. Uh, 
a month. However, though, the company then only pays um, the youth that 3.6 uh, a minimum wage instead of the, the value of the work, which is around the 13,000. It's a minute after five o'clock time for the news.